Welcome to Adaptify. I'm Mike, I'm a paraplegic from New Zealand, and it's my mission to find the Adaptifiers of the world. People who have overcome challenges and found new, creative, interesting ways to be free despite needing to use a wheelchair for their mobility. Before I introduce today's guest, I just wanted to bring your attention to our Lapstacker Kickstarter page, which is now live. It's the world's first retractable strap for wheelchairs. Love your support. Love you to check it out. Love you to share. It's at adaptify.com and the link will take you to the Kickstarter page. Check it out. Thanks so much. Today's guest is Roy Tuscany. Roy is such a positive guy. He hardly has a bad word to say about breaking his back eight years ago. Roy took the support from his community that helped him get back into the outdoors and paid it forward by starting the High Fives Foundation, a non-profit that helps individuals who are injured in the outdoors get back out there with adaptive equipment. What a phenomenal organization it is. It's such a privilege and an honor to have Roy on the show. Roy, thanks for joining us. Uh, no worries at all. What an honor. Uh, excited to share some of my experience, tell some stories, and you know, ultimately have some fun with the conversation at hand. Awesome. Well, look, first off, uh, to set the scene for the listeners out there, how did you end up in this adaptive world of ours? Uh, I, in 2006, was down at Mammoth Mountain. Um, I had been down there a couple weeks prior coaching skiing as I was a semi-professional skier. And that weekend, um, there was this jump that I'd hit two weeks prior that just was continually in my mind. And so went down there uh, two weeks later and uh, hit the jump, had some new skis, snow was a little bit harder, ended up going 130 feet. The problem was the jump was only 100 feet long came down from 30 feet in the air and the resultant impact into the snow burst fractured my T12 vertebrae, uh, leaving me as a incomplete, uh, paralysis. Mate. So talk us through those first couple of months. What was some of the hardest things you had to deal with? You know, the first and foremost was like getting to the understanding that I could not rewind the situation. Uh, it took a really, you know, hardship moment with my mother where I literally professed that I did not want to do this anymore and that this was not fair. And she just looked at me and was like, I didn't raise a son to have that outcome. So I instantly (laughs) knew that I had to have a really good understanding of the situation. And that was getting to that point of saying like, okay, no matter what I want to accomplish, I can't continually try to move forward if I'm constantly going to be telling myself, you know what, like, I wish I could hit the rewind button. Like, why did this happen? And I think that's something that it takes a period of time for someone to get to the understanding that like something has happened and that it'll never be the same, but it can be awesome. And, you know, it takes getting to meet other people along this journey uh, that will help you get to that understanding. And the faster that you can surround yourself with types of folks that have gone through this, I think that can allow you to start to change that mindset of, you know, uh, it can't be rewound, but I can move forward in my life. Hey, so did you lose any people in your life following your accident? Did, did people drop out of your, your circle of friends? What was that experience like, if any? You know, there's been actually a lot of, you know, things in my life where that has kind of happened. Um, you know, I, uh, I became sober, uh, and quit alcohol and I saw a big group of friends kind of change then. 
Um, and then that same experience kind of happened when, you know, I had my spinal cord injury, the, the true friends in life continued to stay and, and be a part of it. And I guess if anything, like these types of life-changing events that you'll go through, it really allows you to weed out individuals that at one time you thought were this super close person in your life, but these life-changing environments, you know, don't change those types of people that continually want to surround yourself around with. And those are the type of people that you want in life. So it's almost like this, this filter that happens that you really get an understanding of who are the ones that care and love for you. It's kind of hard, though, isn't it, to to see some of the people that you were hanging out with and that you you thought were good good buddies no longer uh, show an interest. Um, did that ever spin you into a place where you found yourself more focused on what you couldn't do and what you were missing out on uh, than you know what you could? And and if if you found yourself in that position, how did you how did you snap yourself out of it? You know, I think those types of moments really get to one understanding. That understanding is if you can love yourself, then you can literally have any capacity of love for the outside world. So I think the component of getting to that point of saying, okay, you know, things are changed, things are different. But if I can love myself, then I can love myself in any situation. And regardless of who's there on that journey or not, I think that's a, a big part of how you move forward is, is first finding love for yourself. And then you can literally from that point then manifest any life that you want. Um, but it, it's all part of this process. And it's like this accident didn't happen for some specific reason. But when you can find what that reason is, it just opens up this whole world to you. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it definitely gets dark when you're trying to, um, you know, be like, why isn't this happening like it used to? And it's like, okay, well, that's the past. How do we get to the forward? It's like staying present and, and only looking towards the forward because, you know, life has changed and it, it takes a while uh, to where you're all of a sudden like, aha, like this happened because of this. And I don't know, I just promise that anybody that's going through this, that like there is a positive light at the end of the tunnel and it just takes a period of time to, to understand all the change that's going on in your life. So you seem to me like a, a super positive guy, an optimistic person. For those that aren't naturally that way inclined, how do they, how do they take on this view? What, what are some resources that you could recommend that, that could help them um, see the positive and see the optimistic in their situation? You know, it's surrounding yourself with, uh, with good people. And, you know, that kind of speaks to what I was just saying, like, you're going to see this change of the people that are around you. But what it allows you to do is it allows you to create an ohana, which is a Hawaiian term for family, family that does not have blood, but has something that's deeper than blood. And that's love for one another. And when you find that ohana that you surround yourself with, maybe it's, uh, you know, new individuals that, that want to help you be as healthy and physically uh, fit as possible. Maybe it's folks that have same injuries or have had an injury that can get through it. Maybe it's people in the adaptive community that are able-bodied individuals that, that want to get you back out into sport. 
but all of those things are these these changes in your life. And I think that's something super important to do is to surround yourself with an ohana because a community can overcome this. And, and it's going to take a community, a tribe, a village uh, to, to get you through that. So allowing new doors to open, allowing people that you know, you maybe have never met, but could now all of a sudden be some of the biggest people to change your life. You know, I can name so many folks through my recovery from this individual by the name of Wayne Burwell, a personal trainer back in New England that literally picked me up at my lowest time and and got me back into physical workouts or a physical therapist by the name of Lad Williams out here in Truckee, California, who just literally holistically helped heal me through the process. Or even as recent as a guy by the name of Dave Babora, uh, ex-NFL player that now is a head personal trainer, CEO, founder, just absolute guru of life, uh, starting a foundation called the Dafter Training Foundation. So there's all these people that, that want to come into your life and, and be a part of your ohana. And it's, you know, finding love for yourself and then accepting uh, these new folks coming in into your world. And you've actually got to be proactive too, right? You've got to go and put yourself out there. You've got to make contact with them. You've 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 got to make an effort too. You've got to meet you've got to meet people halfway. You've got to find the opportunities and make the opportunities right. Um, but you know that also takes that also takes time. And I, I I often say to people, look, just allow yourself the time to uh, to try new things and to feel the grief of what you've lost. But just don't give up. Just keep trying new things, and sooner or later you'll find something that you really enjoy, and um, and then and then you'll be away. You, you know, vulnerability, man. Being vulnerable in this situation, but using that vulnerability to grow, and you know, being okay with being uncomfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable is 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 totally fine in this process. And you know, when I got hurt, when I had a spinal cord injury in two thousand six there was nothing compared to what there is now. And then you got to think about like someone that got hurt back in their early nineties. Like there was literally no even talk about spinal cord injuries until the man himself, Superman, Christopher Reeves sustained a spinal cord injury. And then that started to bring light to this type of injury that affects nearly a quarter million people a year. But something that, you know, wasn't brought to the forefront until someone that everyone thought Mr. Superman himself couldn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. And he did. And that started to shed light on this to a community of others that have sustained this in what life looks like. And then from the creation of, you know, social media and just companies like Toyota and Red Bull and these global brands speaking towards mobility, especially for those that have sustained, you know, loss of mobility from spinal cord. It's really kind of like, I hate to say this, but it's so much a better time to have a spinal cord injury now than it was 13 years ago when I did, or, you know, 20 plus years ago when Christopher Reeves did. Mm-hmm. And all these things have built up to now there are great things like this podcast, or there's, you know, foundations like the one I've created high fives or, or other ones from challenge athletes foundations or hospitals like Craig hospital or the wings for life program from Red Bull or Toyota trying to solve mobility. There's so much information out there that if there's a time to have one of these, it's now because there's so much more resources being put into trying to help people through this. Cause you know, to be honest at the end of the day, like spinal cord injuries suck. they they change your life. Mm. <laughs> Tell us about the high fives. I'm really curious to know how that came about. And, um, that, that story, what, what drove you to create, uh, the high fives? 
You know, in 2006, I was coaching for Sugar Bowl Ski Team, which is a, a great program located in Lake Tahoe, California. And I got hurt, and they were a nonprofit ski team. So when I got hurt, they um, set up an umbrella fund, and that fund was called Roy's Recovery Fund. And the families of, of Sugar Bowl, uh, local community members of Truckee Tahoe, and then where I was from back in Vermont, did all this fundraising and established an uh, amount of money that I could use for over two years to cover the cost of me living. And that allowed me to focus on recovery for two years. You know, I was super lucky um, to have that for myself. But, you know, I thought to myself this whole time, like, how can I pay it forward? How can I create something that would help others that would fall into the same shoes that I knew would, you know, pursuing a dream in the outdoor sports and unfortunately have a life-changing injury. And the recovery fund that Sugar Bowl set up allowed me to focus on me for two years and, and get to a great place in recovery from this absolute devastating injury. And I just said, okay, if I want to pay it forward, I've got to create something that did the exact same thing that people did for me, but in a way that could maybe be through a nonprofit. And I had no idea what a nonprofit was or, or how to do it. And like you said, I was just open to meeting people and talking to them and learning almost, you know, the, the, the mm. poor man's education of just like talking to experts in the field to figure out how to do it. And so in 2009, launched this idea, called it high fives. Cause you know, the most positive exchange between two people is, is a high five. And I just thought, you know what, if you're going to help someone through a spinal cord injury or a traumatic brain injury or mobility limiting you might as well give them the most positive exchange of Stoke by, you know, giving up a high five. And that can come in so many different forms. So tell us a bit about that. What, what support does high fives offer? You know, high fives does kind of uh, a couple different areas of support. So if you get hurt in an outdoor sport, uh, skiing, snowboarding, uh, rock climbing, mountain biking, whatever it is, and you sustain a life altering injury or a life changing injury, High fives will help fund your healing costs from, you know, phys additional physical therapy, massage, acupuncture, uh, personal training. Kind of when insurance says no, high five steps in and says yes. And we'll also do, you know, covering cost of living expenses or modifications to your house or your car. You know, whatever it is that your need is to, to help you through the recovery process. So high fives has helped 219 individuals and veterans uh, from 32 states across the country. And I've also helped some individuals up in uh, Canada as well uh, get the resources and the financial assistance to to get through the recovery process of sustaining a life-altering injury. Holy heck, that is incredible. Uh, <laughs> it must be there must be a just a super amazing experience to be involved and to see the light that you guys are helping shine on 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 others. Um, tell us some of the challenges of of running a nonprofit. Well, what's even cooler before we even go into the challenges, because I'd rather just talk about all the positive things, is after we get them through the recovery process is then we want to reintroduce these individuals to sport because sport is a byproduct of the creation of community. When you can go skiing together, surfing together, mountain biking together, whatever that sport may be, there is a bond that grows between those individuals, you know, partaking together. Mm. So when you get hurt, that loss or that identity change can, you know, really put you in a dark place. Well, if all of a sudden you can go skiing again, yeah, it might be in an adaptive fashion, but if you can go skiing again with your friends, wow, 
Now you're reopening those lines of communication, reopening that community that once was so important to you. And there's so many ways to adapt sport from mountain biking to rock climbing, to skiing, to snowboarding, whatever it may be, but you're creating that community. So High Fives puts on uh, adaptive camps throughout the year where we uh, take athletes that have gotten to a good point in their recovery, bring them all together, usually in groups of like eight to 12 at a time and partake in sport together over a period of a couple days and really allow those bonds to regrow and just reestablishing this community. And oh my God, it is game changing what it does to just the way you create new friends or the way you increase your Ohana or how you allow new people to come into your life. And, um, Oh, that, that's just one of the many positive things that, that I feel we do as an organization that, you know, we don't always get to tell or share, or get to share this much excitement when you get to explain it. Oh, man, that sounds so, so amazing. If you could offer, uh, you know, one piece of advice for somebody that's just newly injured and maybe they weren't into sports and, and the outdoors and adventure, uh, what, what would you say to that person? Be open to everything. And I would also say, you know, now with the, internet and you being, you know, kind of confined to a bed for a period of time, technology will allow you to be inspired to what could be next for yourself. And, you know, look up videos, look up a video about Josh Duick, uh, look up a video, um, about, you know, almost anybody with a disability and, and watch what they've accomplished. And you're just going to be like, puff, like, I, it's not that bad. Like <laughs> life can still exist. <laughs> So outside of uh, running uh, um, High Fives Foundation, what things do you enjoy these days? Uh, what do I enjoy these days? I really enjoy uh, I really enjoy public speaking. Um, I'm getting to do that about once a month right now uh, where I get to share my story or share an idea with some individuals. Um, that, that's really fun. I also have uh, really found a love for adaptive surfing. I try to get into the water uh, at least not more than a month apart. Um, so trying to get in all over the world in adaptive surfing, which has been just a, a huge eye opener. Just, just learning the ocean is completely difficult. And then you throw on trying to surf a wave. And I mean, it, it's just a, it's a whole new thing. I, um, I also really enjoy, I just bought a house. Uh, so been decorating the house a little bit and just like enjoying home ownership. Um, that that's pretty fun. And, um, you know, I love, um, I just, I'm just really happy where I am in life right now, uh, from a, just having a good routine and, and being, uh, in a really positive space. So, you know, those are, those are the big things that I'm really into. Um, so yeah, life's good. Do you have any good wheelchair life hacks to share? Any good life, any good wheelchair life hacks? Um, I, uh, I definitely have seen Josh Duick um, and uh, my girlfriend Elena Nichols uh, do things that they they have way better life hacks than I do. Um, but you know, one that I think is always uh, is always good is that I think is funny is the first thing anybody ever asks is like, "Can you do a wheelie?" It's like, "Yes, I can do a wheelie." I think that's just I think that's one of the funniest things that that get, I get overheard a lot. <laughs> It's an essential skill, though, right? It's uh, it's it's something that'll get you so many so many places. And I, I had a conversation with another podcast guest actually yesterday, and they were saying it was really quite shocking the number of people who use wheelchairs that don't know how to do 
do a wheelie. So for anyone listening there that doesn't yet know how to do a wheelie confidently, I, I thoroughly recommend you you get out there and you, you practice. You, you find some soft mats and you um, what you know pad up and put a helmet on, whatever it takes, and uh, and practice because the, the the world will open up if you can do that. You know steep streets, uh, uh, curb cut, you know curbs without curb cuts, uh, gravel, grass, you name it. It's um it's super essential. You know, actually, I do have one good life hack is you get a surfboard stomp pad and uh, you would then take it and you'd get a template of your foot plate mm. and you take that and then you cut out on a surfboard stomp pad that template and then you stick it down. It'll change your world uh, to keeping your feet. There's uh, you know a little bit of cushioning. It is one of the most coolest wheelchair hacks I've seen done. Hey, I've never heard of that. I'm going to try that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. So it stops your feet from sort of slipping off your foot plate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it's just like it's just such a – it allows you to have a little bit more soft and cushioning between your feet. And it just – it also gives your, you know, your wheelchair the look of, you know, having a little bit of a surfboard love on it as well. Hey, so Roy, tell me, uh, what does the future hold for you? And um, more importantly, uh, where can people find out more about the high fives? Uh, We're super active on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Just search High Fives Foundation. Uh, From a website perspective, it's highfivesfoundation.org. We'd love to update that with blog and also uh, video component stuff. Uh, We shoot a lot of stuff in video uh, that we post on our Vimeo and YouTube channels. So you can check out any of those. And then, you know, what does the future hold for me? The future holds for me um, the idea of continually growing the organization to serve a, a larger community of individuals and veterans that sustain spinal cord injury and life changing uh, mobility stuff uh, through outdoor sports. And that means that they got hurt in it, or, and if they did, uh, getting them through a good place in recovery. But then if they uh, get hurt and they've never experienced it, it's showing it into an adaptive fashion and just continually growing that, you know, I think high fives is on a really great path. Our 10 year anniversary of being a nonprofit is coming up on uh, this Saturday, the 19th. And, um, you know, for me, that's, that's just mind blowing to, you know, have the idea that we've been doing this for 10 whole years. What can our listeners do to support high fives if they're in a position to? You know, um, High Fives lives on, you know, donors that provide funds to the organization so that we can get fiscal grants and operate a facility that is a no questions, no cost environment. We host a a 2,800 square foot area in Truckee, California that has personal training, massage, acupuncture, uh, chiropractic. And so if someone as an individual gets hurt and they get funding from the organization, they can come in and use this facility at no cost. And it's personal training, it's physical therapy, it's all these different components of healing all under one roof. And it brings a community of individuals that have these injuries together. And it it really establishes those types of things. And you say it's for people in North America predominantly, right? Yeah, you know, we maybe one day we can get to a global nonprofit. We are registered in all 50 states across the country. We've been gl- growing as an organization, but you know, for us, um, you know, how much can we make an impact? And like obviously if, you know, uh we had some million dollars of of funding or more, like we could we could do, you know, global stuff. But for now, we're a small nonprofit. We help a lot of people. I have an amazing staff. 
Uh, my staff of employees make it possible for High Fives to do what we do. And it, it's, uh, it's ever-growing and, and always evolving. And it all comes from these staff members that, that help the foundation continue to grow. So, you know, hopefully one day we can be global and, and support, you know, all uh, corners of the earth. Roy, thanks so much. I congratulate you wholeheartedly for 10 years at High Fives. What, a, what an achievement. Um, I hope you have a, a really amazing uh, Saturday to celebrate that. Uh, no doubt you'll have a huge amount of uh, thankful people there to uh, help you celebrate that as well. Um, really appreciate your time on this podcast and uh, look forward to meeting you in person next time I'm in your area. And uh, likewise, if you find yourself in New Zealand, um, be happy to host you, mate, and uh, show you around. Oh, yeah. I, I really hope to come there someday. And when you come to North America, please uh, come find us. We've got a place for you in, uh, in Truckee or Reno, whichever uh, you want to stay. And uh, we'd love to host you out here, man. So please do come. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, thanks so much, mate. We'll, uh, we'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you, sir. I hope you enjoyed the podcast and meeting today's Adaptifier. To learn more about Adaptify and the products we have in development, products that will increase freedom for wheelchair users, go to adaptdefy.com. That's A-D-A-P-T-D-E-F-Y.com. We're also on all the major social media platforms at Adaptify. Follow us there for more behind-the-scenes looks and more up-to-date information on product releases. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Look forward to catching you next time.